Are you the kind of woman who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other women that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. Okay, guys, so I thought it would be cool to talk about the polarizing nature of being a hairstylist today. And maybe it's not just being a hairstylist, it's in life in general, there is just this energy, and it might be because of social media, of like, this is the right way to do things. This is how everyone who's got it figured out does things. And I was thinking of this because I was creating a reel about um, something I was inspired by from Danielle Laporte, where she said, cold plunges, not for everyone. Intermittent fasting, not for everyone. You know, and it was like this idea of like, it's so popular to do certain things now. And so sometimes it's easy to lose sight of who you are and what's meant for you and for you versus what is the current trend. And so I was inspired by this to do a reel about being an independent stylist, not for everyone. Owning a salon, not for everyone. Working as a commissioned stylist, also not for everyone. And becoming an educator, not everyone. And I I found it to be such a, a refreshing spin on life. You know, I, I, I don't current, I don't personally have a cold plunge, but like I was saying last weekend at my daughter's three-year-old birthday party, I had a, a jump house and I was like, that was exhilarating. I feel like it was cold out. It's Chicago in November. I don't know why I thought a jump house would make sense, but man, did it make sense because I found myself going out there and just jumping in the cold and feeling so invigorated. I was like, this might be my version of a cold plunge. I feel invigorated. I'm even considering getting an indoor mini trampoline for myself because of how great I felt. But this idea of, you know, and I've had people say to me before, like, I know you, you think everyone should be independent. I'm like, no, I, I just found that for me and where my life was going and what was available to me and the way that in the area that I live in Chicago, the way that the traditional salons ran, I felt it was constricting to the life that I wanted to lead and the autonomy that I wanted. And, you know, I think that uh, I say this in the real, I don't know if it's come out yet because I made it today and I don't know when I'm going to air this episode, but I said like a lot of things can make sense. And my friend Jenny at work and I, we say we can basically get on board with anything at this point. We've lived enough life to be like, a lot of stuff can make sense. And, you know, things that from an untrained eye, you'd say like, oh, like that could never work. I've found in my life that most things can really make sense and work. We just don't have enough information from most people to know 
what's for someone and not for someone. And so the danger is in seeing, you know, the grass is greener on the other side, not having enough information based on how social media runs, what people show of their highlight reel of their actual lives. People aren't necessarily always being transparent around the costs, the trade-offs, and the concessions that get made in life. And I was having this conversation with one of my clients today around the trade-offs that, you know, there, that in life there are always trade-offs. And, you know, I, I guess I'm a believer in like, we have to, we have to balance that for ourselves and no one can do that for us. But I think it's really important to recognize that in any given situation, there is something being traded off on, right? So like, there's something really attractive to me about working for someone that is respectful of me and not having to be responsible for everything. But the trade-off of being responsible for everything allows me the freedom to come and go as I please. And so like, I think, you know, not everyone that works for someone feels like they can't come and go as they please. I just think that in general, if you get something, something else is coming at a cost. And so when I see people glamorize certain things that I know the costs that are associated with those things, because I've had them as a salon owner, I've had them as a commission salon owner, or um, you know, in my previous business partnership, I get frustrated because I don't think that people are necessarily being transparent of all the costs associated or the trade-offs that get made. And so I think it's just really important to have a conversation around like there, you know, and in, in just the different seasons, right? It's like, I wouldn't trade my apprenticeship. I wouldn't trade working for someone for this, the eight years that I did. Well, maybe I'd trade like a year of it, but I wouldn't trade the majority of it because of the, the character that it built in me and the experiences and how they shaped and informed my life today. But I also think that we just have to be careful around what we're absorbing and what we're believing is the truth around things. So for instance, like I sometimes think that with, you know, business ownership, it gets glamorized as being um, kind of like the people that have it figured out work for themselves. And I think there are a lot of people that work for themselves that, that have figured a lot out. And I consider myself to be one of those people, but that the part that you don't see when I say that is all of the struggle, all of the setback, all of the tears. And I was even last week crying in the salon because I had, there was a water feature. It was a whole thing. And I found myself so overwhelmed and wishing that I could just do hair. I didn't want to deal with the logistics. I didn't want to deal with all the towels and the mess 
and the responsibility that goes along with it being your problem and all of the logistics that go into managing uh, the repairs and the different workers. And and I, I, I don't know, I think that so often we see a reel that's like me and my beautiful salon, not necessarily me, but I do this as well. I just want people to know that like, that the grass isn't always greener and that there's a lot of successful people working for people that also have it figured out. And I think that danger in a life feeling like the people that get it are over here doing this, whatever that this is, is that we don't have enough context around what it, what it costs people and the energy. And that, that comes not only in the form of like time, it's energy. It's, there's just, there's all these currencies that it, that it costs. And I don't know, I just want to say that because there were times in my life where even when I started my first business, I felt bad that my business was small. Like I was like, oh, someday I'll have a big business and I'll be able to be proud of it. But I, but the thing is, is that most people never have a business. And that little business I started with was something to be so proud of. And, you know, again, I didn't have the vantage point that I have today around like how much courage it took, how much sacrifice it took, how much grit and resiliency and consistency and I think that it's really important that people know that that those are those are the secret ingredients. Those are the those are the those are the secret ingredients that make it all work. And like when I say they're a secret, they're not a secret. It's like they say like common sense isn't common. And um, when I when I meet people on occasion and they say I want to do what you're doing, you know, I I kind of don't think that the way they frame that question is a realistic goal because what I hear people saying is I want my life to look like yours. But what I want to show people is the timeline of grit and guts and in sheer time that went into building something that people point at, like they could pick out a flavor at an ice cream shop. And um, anyone, I love what Gary Vaynerchuk says, like, Anyone you know or anyone you see that has built anything of substance has worked their face off. And I think that the the goal is to find something that you love enough, that you enjoy enough, that you care enough about to persevere through the hardships and through all of the muck and the work that it entails to build the thing that other people will admire. And that's not to say that other people shouldn't follow their dreams. It's to say, don't don't idolize somebody's middle of their story or, you know, 20 year, where they're at 20 years into the game. Don't idolize that and think that they got there any other way than being persistent, consistent, and heart-driven. You know, I, I think 
that the danger in not having self-awareness around what you're willing to do and who you are. Because I think at the end of the day, what we're talking about is like, who are you? What makes you tick? What are the things that you give a shit enough about to get in the weeds with? Because ultimately, whatever direction you take your life in, your career in, you're going to hit like rough spots. And I think the goal and like, I was talking to Jenny about it. Like I was like, Jenny, I kind of want to just like leave the salon right now. And there were years and years and years where like my persistence in like creating this thing was like, you would have had to like drag my dead body out of that place or out of my business, out of my career. And now like 17 and a half years later, I'm like, I think, I think I'm going to go. I don't think I want to deal with any of this. But I, I think that the, the nut of it is I could have never, ever gotten to where I've gotten today with that attitude back then. And I still didn't leave. I just cried for a minute in the back room and I, and I pulled it back together. But I, I think that had I, had I not been willing to give it my all, I don't think I'd have a business that I have today and the ability to live my personal life the way that I do and to have, have my passions outside of the salon. I, I'm so grateful to it. And I sometimes think we underestimate, um, what it takes. And the coolest part of all of it isn't anything that, you know, you end up achieving. It's, it's the relationships you create and the person you become. And so that's why it gets really important to be doing work that you feel passionate about. And I think in doing that work in an environment that is best suited for who you are as a person, like not everyone wants to deal with, deal with the, uh, the leaks in the salon and the, in the logistics. Not everyone wants to like figure out how to keep inventory or like even today, like make sure I have sparkling water for when the girls work and manage the toilet paper. Like I'm good at all of that stuff. And I, it's easy for me, but I think it gets really down to the nut of it is who are you? What makes you tick? And what environment can you do the thing that you do and do it your best? And less about Everyone who gets it's over here doing cold plunges. Everyone who gets is over here doing this. It's like, no, no, no. The people that get it most are doing what is best in service of who they are. And they're drowning out the noise. They're staying in their lane and they're looking to people that inspire them. And they're looking and they're saying, what do I love about, what do I admire about that person? What do I like about how they move through the world? And, and maybe it's less about what they're doing doing and more about how they feel. And you might feel like they feel in a specific environment that is very different than the one that they, they thrive in. And so that's where we get curious and we look to people for inspiration, but then we get back in our lane and we honor who we are, not someone's social media avatar. I wish you a wave making day and I will be back next week.